pencils down, everybody. Behave yourselves, because it's time to listen to this great podcast. My name is Cyril, and I'm, I'm about to cough. <coughs> who's this with me today? I'm, I'm still wondering who's with me today. <laughs> what, what was that? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I've been saving that cough for like seven minutes before we recorded. The cough is what you think I'm questioning? Uh, <laughs> sure. It wait. wasn't the literature, like, the sing-songy way you said the intro? No, not at all, no. That was just great. Oh, okay. So here's why I did that. I think I was inspired by, in front of me, there's a flyer for an opera. So, I don't do I opera. I thought you were inspired by Tongalicious. I, well, maybe. <laughs> maybe I was inspired by Tongalicious. I'm not sure. Um, Tongalicious, <laughs> Speaking. Make those guys go crazy. <laughs> speaking of operas, though. No one's going to hear me. No, they can't hear you. <laughs> we need to do something about that. I'm pretty sure the mic is on that side, too. We need to remedify that. Yes, it Remed- is. Remedify? Remedify that. Remedify, all Okay, right. so here's here's the deal with operas. Um, so, yeah, so I was... I spent, you know, last week at, at the Dragon Con convention in Atlanta. Yeah. And... Um, one, okay, okay, okay. That's right. One of the events that happened there was a variety show called Gonzaru. And there were... Various singers who mostly do, um, I guess, songs that appeal to geeks. Like there is this um, duo called Paul and Storm. And Paul and Storm came out and they sing this song every year. Um, sort of like, tra- it's, I think the song is called George R.R. R. Martin, Please Write Faster or something like that, you know, because they wanted to write more books. But there was this woman sitting next to me who was singing along with a lot of the songs. But she was singing them in like some opera voice when most of these people play songs that sound like folk music. So she was like really getting into this and I kind of wanted to hit her because she was really loud and I'm like, I did not come here to listen to you sing and I don't need your phony opera voice in my left ear while I'm trying to listen to the people who actually wrote these songs singing it. So that was a little bit irritating, but that was what I wanted to say with regards to um, operas. But... Also related to that, which was the thing I've been saving, you know, this evening as far as something to say. Um, So, the most popular costume for people to wear at Dragon Con this year, as far as I could tell... Harley Quinn. Yes, it was. Now, I'm... I mean, every year there's always some, you know, really popular costume. For some reason, like five years ago, it was Flo from Progressive Insurance. I don't know why. When True Blood was a big deal, you know, people showed up in the Merlot's, um, like, waitress outfit, you know, stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, there's always something. This year it was Harley Quinn, fine. But, here's the thing. I mean, obviously there are going to be a couple of dudes dressed as Harley Quinn because you got 70,000 people together. You're going to see that. Um, What annoyed me about that was some of these people dressed as Harley Quinn we're walking around some of the more crowded areas, um, like vendor rooms, there's an art show there, there are some small hallways you have to get through to get from place to place, and they would not go back to their hotel room and put their big hammer away, or their big gavel or whatever the thing is that she carries around. So, like, you're trying to just get through this crowd of people to go over to the stand to buy, like, a keychain or something, Mm -hmm. and here comes somebody approaching you with a big sledgehammer or whatever it is. 
I don't exactly know what it is. I've already called it a hammer, a sledgehammer, and a gavel. Right. It may be none of those things. I don't know. I'm going to call it a scythe. <laughs> I think it's anything but. <laughs> I think it's closer to a diesel locomotive than a scythe, but still. <laughs> it was yeah, a big hammerish thing on a stick. But, yeah, so, I mean, it was really weird. One was a black dude dressed as Harley Quinn. That one was fun. Did you take a picture? No, I didn't. I, I did not. I, I'm sorry. I, it was in the crowded vendor area, like, and he was carrying one of these big hammers. So I'm just trying to get out of the way. I didn't want to get, like, you know, conked by one of these things. So I'm just trying to dodge him. It was, that was a mess, but it was okay. Okay. So you brought up Harley Quinn. Yeah. So I have to bring up my never-ending quest to destroy the feminist movement. Do it. Okay. So when Suicide Squad came out, yeah. and all the trailers came out, mm -hmm. there were a bunch of articles that came out saying that that uh, the big movie studios were trying to over-sexualize Harley Quinn's character. Okay. I'm going to say that these people that wrote this articles, these yeah. articles, because there's more than one. Uh-huh, okay. Have never opened a comic book with Carly, Harley Quinn in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen or read or anything with Harley Quinn in it in which she is not sexualized. Like, that is part of her character, is that she's obsessed with the Joker in a very primal way. Right, yeah. But... No, apparently it's the movie's fault. It's the movie's fault. It's big corporations trying to push down women. Right, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you. It doesn't make sense for something, for them to... Why wouldn't they create the character the way it was created? Right. I mean, uh, they're supposed to be basically... In all of characters. the universes. Okay. Right, because, right, there's so many universes. There are a lot of universes. Inside, like, you know, like, they keep dying and reviving themselves. Right, yeah. Right? All of them. Yeah. The uh, one common theme is Harley Quinn is horny. <laughs> yeah. That was why that black dude was looking at me like that. I was wondering. Okay. Yes. And it wasn't a hammer in his hand. No. Oh. <laughs> I didn't remember it being that color. You're right. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, um, one other... Thing that was prominent on many of the Harley Quinn cosplayers, but on many of the others as well, a phenomenon that my wife likes to call con-wedgie. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> yes. There was a point where we were walking up some steps, and I don't remember what the woman in front of me was dressed as, I don't think I even knew at the time, but I had a con-wedgie in my face all the way up these stairs. Like, so the woman was with, like, three other people, and every time she turned to talk to somebody, I almost got slapped in the face by an ass. Like, every time she moved. So heaven. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I wasn't sure whether to say something, not to her, but to, right. like, my wife, like, there's conwedgie in my face, or if I was supposed to react or not react. Like, I don't know what the right thing to do is. So I would agree with that statement. I feel that people dress more promiscuously and yeah. less care about, you know, con wedgie or even camel toe or any yeah, of those right. things yeah. in cons versus Halloween, right? So right. like Halloween is approaching as every store has informed me. Yeah. Um yeah. so 
Right, but I I think people put more care and concern into those kinds of things. Like if you, I would be surprised. I mean, I have not celebrated Halloween in years, but mm -hmm. if I were to start celebrating Halloween again and going and attending a party with people, yeah. I'm already annoyed. But right. um, I'm sure that there would be less. At least when I used to participate in such events, yes, there there was not as much of a, a wedgie camel toe sort of situation. Yeah, but in and I have very limited experience in cons. Oh, right. But it is insanely prevalent, even in the Division Four cons. <laughs> right, yes, yes. Whereas Comic-Con and Dragon Con are the big leagues. Yeah. Right. Then, um, yeah. And for those who are fans of football, right. they're like the premier. Yes. Right? <laughs> right. Versus... The Earth. not like the division Earth. division four right versus the, the, the shire the shire <laughs> yes. the shire I attend shire level level cons right. where Cyril attends yeah. Arsenal Man United right. uh -huh, yes. level cons In, indeed and it's it's true I mean I have not been to any of the smaller ones but um, maybe one day you know I will get to see that. And, uh, probably. They're not as fun, probably. I don't I mean I've never been to a premier right. um, slash NFL league. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to hit all of. I know. Yes. I you, want. You I'm trying there. to hit the global global market. It's not bad at all. So one of my coworkers went to a college football game because he cares about these things, and he flew from one state to another state to attend one of these games. And I believe we're. Is this pre? But like, what is this? Does this count? Does yes, this already count? Yes, does this yes, count? Yes, it does, yes. Okay, so he attended over the Labor Day weekend that just passed. Yeah. And um, so he gets back, and like I see him, and I'm like immediate work questions because okay. you know me and no funny business. And he's like, but he knows that I am no funny business, so he inserts funny business. Right, right, um, good, good. And he's like, oh, how's your weekend? And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I should ask you about these things. And I was <laughs> like, so you did the sports thing this weekend. <laughs> And he was like, he's like, I still, I see you still care about the sports. Uh -huh. And he's like, but if you cared about the sports, it was an awesome weekend. And I was like, the sports team stuff happened and points were scored and people wow. won. And he said, yes. And I said, good. Um, wow. And on a, on a different note that I don't know if I talked about or not, I have a really good friend that, um, well, really good friend's brother that actually works at ESPN that I've decided needs to start calling into all of my meetings. So I discussed this with him, mm -hmm. right? And being that we live in Pittsburgh, right, all of my meetings begin with, how are the Pirates, how are the Pens, how are the Buckos, how are the, the Stillards, or whatever yeah. horrible pronunciation. It's almost Bucktober, by the oh way. Oh my God, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> no, that's not happening this year, don't worry. <laughs> Can't do it. It's I can't. Happening. I can't do it. Don't worry, it will not happen. I can't. It's fine. They're doing horrible. This is excellent news. They, they, they will very. It's very unlikely they will make the playoffs. So they will. Oh my no god, this, over. this is going to be amazing. But unlikely. Oh my gosh, I can't handle yes. another. But yes, carry on with your your ESPN friend. Well, no, it, and so all of so everyone starts meetings, and I, I show up to meetings five minutes late, right? Which I believe I've discussed before because they talk about the sports stuff. Yeah. And I I don't care. Sure. I just don't care. Okay. So I, I show up five minutes late. They get to talk about their sports, their families, and their kids. And then I get to just come and be like, all right, this is what we're actually going to talk about. Yeah. Right? But one thing that I lack is people skills and, like, integrating and assimilating into society. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start calling into meetings on time and just refer them 
right. to my my friend and just be like, oh, I'm sorry, I have to dial in yes. my expert, and he will talk to them because he informed me that they talk about sports all the time also at his job at ESPN, and I tried to act shocked, uh, I know, but right. I couldn't because I was like, did right. they change what ESPN does? But you're right, yeah. Since the last time, I have never cared. <laughs> um, and I just, I feel like this could be beneficial. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. It's good to have an expert in hand. Kind of like the guy on the TV show Palm Stars. Right. Who whenever you have somebody brings him something, it's like, oh yeah, I got a buddy who knows about that. Let me give him a call. Right. It's pretty much exactly. Yeah. I'm phoning a friend. <laughs> right, yeah. Phoning yeah. a friend who wants to be a millionaire. Uh-huh, yeah. Phone a friend. Alright, so the other option, in case, like, phoning a friend was not a good idea, because, yeah. right, the whole purpose is to, like, make people feel like I belong to mm -hmm. things, is to have him do, like, a, do a morning debriefing, call him every morning and, like, give, give me the highlights, or have him call into the meetings as me. <laughs> well... I'm not sure he brings the same technical know-how. I don't. Have, I don't think that's important. Oh, I think okay. my takeaway from ninety percent of my meetings is yeah. I'm going to send you an email about it. Oh, okay. So yeah, maybe you could get him to do that if he's not busy with ESPN stuff. I mean, <laughs> I, I, what I I'm I'm questioning what what they do over there. They record I, the sports stuff. I, I know. Yeah. And they put it on the on the TV thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. And I, then they put some some beers in there and some girls <laughs> right. questionably dressed in the wintertime. Yes, yes. And like... Yeah, I know, right? Right? Yeah, so he, he may actually have the bandwidth to be able to do that for you. So, <laughs> yeah. in case he ever listens to this, I respect everything you do. And I understand <laughs> that you work very hard. And I appreciate you. <laughs> I... I have a message for him as well. Okay. Okay, so my message for him is, I mean, it was not ESPN, but I did my college internship at a local television station in the sports department, and one of the guys I worked for there does work for ESPN on camera now. Okay. So, I mean, oh, I man. have that little bit of Oh, man. Yes. Sophia. <laughs> right, yes. But um, I, I can give you a quick picture of how mine did. Now, I, I do know I was an unpaid intern, so I wasn't expected to do much. Right. But basically, my evenings when I worked were go in, watch some games on the monitors, write down when something important happened. So, oh, yes, at 7.54 p.m. and 34 seconds, touchdown. Write that down. So then when the game was over, I could make the tape that, you know, I could go right to the touchdown and cut it into the highlight tape. So... That was my job, making the highlight tapes. Now, the guy I work for, who not the guy who works at ESPN now, but the sports director there, he would sit there on the phone with various um, sources he had from the local teams just to say, you know, hey, anything big going on with you guys right now? And, you know, sometimes they would just talk about, not really, just talk about non-important stuff. And then he'd get off the phone and come watch a game with me, or he would be paying attention to the commercials between the games and tell me which women in the commercials he thought were hot. So that's pretty much what happened there. It was watch games and talk about women. And that I wasn't surprised by. Okay, so I have a question. How much do you think this guy makes a year doing this? You know what? For local TV station sports director, probably not a whole lot. Not a whole lot? <laughs> no, okay. No. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I can't imagine there was big money involved with it. I just, I feel like ESPN probably has more of a production. Yeah, they have, like, I think so. Like a huge graphics department. Yeah. I mean, you see how many of those images? I, I don't know if people pay attention to that kind of stuff. But there's things flying all I over know, the place right, the, on that screen. The, it is. I mean, I, I I think I got ADD just by watching it. Right. I think that's where my attention problems yeah, I went. I could not. Because my dad was like, we're going to watch sports. It's Sunday. And I was like, flying things. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, you don't know what's the actual game anymore because something is flying on the screen. Was that a right. football? I don't know. Why, why yeah. does sports need a ticker? But it needs yeah. a ticker. <laughs> we, need a, we need two tickers. Uh, I believe there's two tickers. There's like, there's like baseball ticker, football ticker, <laughs> yeah. basketball ticker. No, so you have pro, I think it's pro ticker and college ticker. Okay. I believe I, that's what it, it is. Could be. I, I don't, don't remember. I don't remember. As I said, me and the sport. I don't even watch the ticker when I'm watching games, but you know. Um, I can't. How? I can't. I can't I not. So I'm a subtitles person. Right. So I go to the bottom of the screen oh, so that yeah. I know what's happening. And you're seeing scores from something else or some right. sport about something. Something. Else? Yeah. It's like college football player raped woman. Right. Oh, the dolphins. Failed again. Yeah. Like, well, hold on. Oh, what? Who's? What? The dolphins raped someone. <laughs> I I had I had kind of the opposite problem a couple weeks ago. I was watching. For some reason, I was watching professional softball on ESPN. As I, one does. I know. Always. Yeah. So I'm watching this now. It was a, a recording. The, the live game had aired like four hours before. It was like midnight and they're replaying the game and I was actually doing something on my computer. I'd be more impressed channel. if you were watching professional ping pong. I uh, Yeah, and I have not watched that it's yet. But intense. I, I, oh, I've, I've seen some of it, but I have not watched it at length. But this softball game had just, they just started the replay. So they're in the first inning of the game. The ticker's going at the bottom of the screen. They spoil the result of the game. At the bottom of the screen, they show this final score of the game I just started watching. I'm like, you just ruined me. I'm not going to watch this now. Right. They had me from midnight until 2 a.m. if they wanted me. Just don't show that score. Right. And yet they showed it. They had me from midnight to 12.03. And then it was done. So all that ad revenue, all that money ESPN spent to get the, or people paid ESPN to get their ads on there, they didn't get my eyes. Well, okay. So you're mentioning another problem I'm having. Okay. Okay? So so many so many people I work with are like, Jenny, do you have TV? And I'm like, no, I have internet. Why would, would I have TV? And they're like, ah, oh, that's because you don't need ESPN. I'm like, so you're paying. Right. An insane buco bucks, mm -hmm. as my mom would say. <laughs> you are play, paying buco bucks to watch ads. Because yep. let's be honest, if you were watching an NFL game, Yep. You are watching an ad every five minutes. Right, yes. Although, I... For two and a half hours, yeah, right? Yeah, Isn't it about two and a half hours? Or even, it... even longer. Even longer, like, okay. As we record this, I'm wearing Denver Broncos gear because yes. they are starting their season tonight. The game is going on right now, and I am not watching their ads right now. It's great. I think it is great. It is, yeah. Congratulations. Right. Here's here's my alternative, at least for the NFL. There's this thing, this great thing called NFL Red Zone, okay. which comes on Sundays. It's its own channel, um, it, so obviously it only airs during football season. There's nothing else on it. It's only on Sundays. So at least Eastern time from 1 p.m. to 8 p.m., I think it is, every week, it's 
They will jump from game to game that's going on in the NFL, but they are proud of saying the guy who hosts it says all the time, they're, you know, you're about to get seven hours of commercial-free football. So if the game they're showing goes to commercial, they just they jump to another game. game. Right? Yes. I know, yeah. So, I mean, it's like ADD football, but right. I'm okay with that. I mean, because I, I don't really care who's playing. Just right. show me football without the commercials. Right. So, I mean, the only time I ever see a commercial during a football game is when there's just one game going on, like Sunday night or Monday night. And then I don't sit and watch the whole game. So it's great. I used to bowl on Monday night, so I was busy anyway. And then on Sundays, like, yeah, I'll look at the screen. Okay, they're still playing football. And then I'll go back to, you know, writing my erotic fan fiction on the computer. Right, it perfect. It works out great. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, so my, my dad's solution to this is DVR or whatever. Right, yeah. So he just records all the games and he fast forwards. Mm-hmm. He waits. He, like, knows exactly at what point he can wait to. Oh, right. And then yeah. he's like, okay, if I start watching now, even though the game's not over, yeah. he'll have, like, enough commercial lag time. That right, that's a good skill game. to pick up. Yeah. Um, signs of retirement right there. Well, true. But, yeah, I don't think that's still that. Like, that's what happens when you don't go to work every day. Right. But, um, yeah, so, but the, like, like, but you're, I don't know. I feel like not a, not a lot of people have DVR. Not a lot yeah. of people have that kind of patience. Yeah. Right? And you're talking about people that are throwing parties on Sundays. Right. Having all of their friends over to sit around and watch commercials. Like, I feel I, like this is yeah. not a well thought out no, I, I mean, I get, I know people who do it. If I were I ESPM, I would offer a premium channel yeah. that had no commercials. Yeah, I mean, right now they complain about you know, how they're not getting enough money or they have to pay these cable systems so much money to get on the air, you know, and that's what ESPN says, you know, oh, this isn't fair that, you know, it costs all this money. But, yeah, I mean, they could do that. Well, they also made that market themselves. Right. Yeah. So what happens if the NFL says, no, we're not going to pay that? Mm-hmm. With CBS, we don't think we want to pay that anymore. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the American football industry, do you think those crazy Steeler fans Uh-oh. are going to say, and those crazy Penguin fans right. yep. are going to say, oh, so, that's okay, CBS. I know. That's okay. I got you, boo. Right. Don't worry. <laughs> those nasty guys at the NFL, no, you know they're not. All right. Yeah. You know that there's going to be a riot worse than Kenny Chesney concert yes. going on. Like, in the downtown Pittsburgh, right? right? And you're going to do that to Seattle. Uh-huh. You're going to do that to Green Bay. Yeah. You're going to... Are you kidding me? The only place you get away with that is is Miami. <laughs> people who know would even notice. Yeah, I don't care, right? And no. the people that would notice can't get out of their wheelchairs anyways. <laughs> so they're going to yes. be fine. That's right. So don't yeah. worry. Don't worry about that. Okay? So... They can't. They have lost their right to complain because they have all of the negotiating power. Yes, that's true. What do you mean ESPN? Who's ESPN paying for? Uh, oh, they, yeah. Like they're paying the NFL for these games? They are, yeah. Okay, I would. If I were ESPN, I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go play some table tennis. All right, yeah, I would, and I would watch that. I mean, I've watched competitive darts, which is great, by the way. I mean, if you ever run across competitive darts on the internet or something, watch it for five minutes. So my dad's friend is an amazing darts player. Okay. Like, amazing. He can all, all of the points. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, But when I was growing up, right, so, and this is not just because now I'm an adult, I've seen him do it, he's still amazing at it. Like, okay. he just, 
is really good, and he can, wherever he wants that dart to go, it will go. Right, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, because he can do that, when I was growing up, it was, it was like magic. So I, of course, you knew when I was playing darts because the whole wall. <laughs> right. The dartboard, dartboard was fine. The whole wall yep. around it was not, not in as great of a state. Yeah. But anyways, so, but we would play baseball. So the way you play baseball, just for reference, is you go around and you hit, you have nine innings, so you have to go nine, one, 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 two, 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 two. So everyone wants to hit the one, everyone wants to hit the two, everyone. And like based off of how close or how far away you get from the center, you'll get a certain amount of points. So like if you're in the outfield or if you're in the infield or whatever, whatever, you get certain points based off of that, right? So for the first four or five innings, mm -hmm. we would be killing him. Okay. Right? He would be throwing it like in the grass. <laughs> you know, throw it and you you know and you have to remember we were kids so we thought it was hilarious we're like haha dean we're gonna get you we're gonna yeah. beat you and we so much fun so much fun and then my dad would be like dean dean i think you're using the wrong hand oh man bill thank you so much thank you so much oh, right and then Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> and destroyed us every right. single time. But it was so funny because Jimmy and I, we would get so excited. We'd be like, oh, man, we're going to get this. We're going to get this. And like, we're like, these school little kids just be like, oh, man, we're so awesome at Darwin. Look at me. Right? And then he would, like, crush our dreams. Yes. <laughs> just so decisively and, like, on point. Like, perfect score. From that yeah. point forward, it would be a perfect score. And it was, like, the most, and no matter what, like, he could do Robin Hood's. Like, all of that stuff. Right. Like, like, amazing, amazing, amazing. And he, and what he always told us was it was because he drank too much. And, like, because I spent all his time in bars and stuff. Yeah. And so now he can only have um, tofu and unsweetened tea. <laughs> like, that's all he can eat. Like, seriously. Wow. Like, his doctors tell him, like, he can't. He's, like, he's destroyed wow. his body. So he's, he, like, that was the cost he had to pay in order to play darts. So we're okay. So like, so we've never taken any pride of ownership of like knowing how to play darts or anything like that because we have livers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We, and, and tofu is not worth the cost. No, that's not. Wow. So yes. He, so you could either be great at darts or you could have no liver. Yeah, right. Yeah. That was the lesson we learned from him. That, yeah. And then these are the things he would tell us. He's like one of the. And, still alive, I'm not past him. He's still alive. <laughs> yeah. um, but these are the kinds of things that he would always tell us, and it was, it was uh, absolutely yeah. hilarious. But that, when I think of darts, and while I've never watched professional darts, I mm -hmm. do understand how it could, you, you could have an appreciation for it, and just watching it and just being like, how? Like, how are right. you doing these things? It's very impressive, but um, you know how, like, when they're introducing the starting lineup of a basketball game, how like all the players have their own special handshakes, and they're right. running out onto the court, waving their arms, and giving high fives. These professional darts players are like that. Awesome. So, like, there's this huge crowd in this arena, and they will announce them. And, I mean, they have, like, like their groovy girls go out in front of them, you know, like, holding up signs with pictures of the guy on them. And these girls come out, you know, wearing next to nothing, and they dance around. Then, you know, you're expecting, like, oh, this is going to be, like, some really hot-looking superstar coming out. And it's, like, some old fat 50-year-old. You know, from you know, from Ireland, who comes, you know, like rolling out of the back, you know, and he can barely move, and yeah, you know, he's like high, right, yeah, exactly. He's like giving high fives to everybody the best he can, you know, with his sweaty <laughs> hands, and I mean, everybody's like into it, and then the commentators, <laughs> the commentators, I love because they're always British, 
And they always make everything sound like the most dramatic thing in the world. I wish I could do a British accent so I could really give the feel of it, but I can't. But, I mean, they will say something like, a guy will get, like, three 60-point throws in a row, which is the maximum you can get on any throw, and he'll throw 60-point throws three times. And then the commentator will scream out something like, he has just destroyed his opponent at a level that nobody has seen ever since the atomic bombs were dropped on Japan. And he'll say something that makes it sound so dramatic. He just managed to make a comeback that we've not seen since Hannibal rode his elephants <laughs> through Africa and sneaked up on his enemies. You know, I mean, okay, you're never going to sneak up on anybody with an elephant. But, <laughs> I mean, they're making... That's like... They just oh, these are ninjas. That's right. Don't yeah. worry. What? They trained in the mountains. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Any historical reference these guys can come up with, they will weave into their story of the darts that... Seamus just threw. <laughs> and so, I mean, the whole spectacle is amazing. Seamus and his shillelagh. Yes, there's one guy, I don't know his name, but he's got some kind of fancy dart nickname. I don't know what it is, but... As one does. I know, As right. one does. Everyone has a fancy Yes, dart I mean, they might call him, like, the dartinator or something. I don't that know. That's not, that no, is not fancy. You not, can't do better. That uh, was cheap. That might have been That was him. cheap. That might... That might have been real, I'm not sure, but... No! It, I, no! <laughs> I got you have to take fancy out of it, then. I, okay, no, 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 okay, okay, so it was faux fancy, all right. But my, my point is that this guy had such a game face, like, you know, like I just described, you know, all this, like, loud and, um, you know, boisterous activity, and this guy, he wore sunglasses while he threw the darts, and then he wouldn't speak to anybody, he was just stone-faced the whole time. His opponent, this is a poker. I know, exactly. I mean, I'm surprised he wasn't wearing a hoodie, which annoys the fuck out of me. But, um, but still, the, his opponent was trying to be... We're going to have to come back to that if we have time. Oh, okay, yes. Do we, we don't even know if we have time. We're not looking at our clock. We, oh, oh, we, we have, have like two time. minutes. Okay, so, but his opponent's all jovial. Oh, now we have two minutes. <laughs> now we have two minutes. When I want us to have no time at all, you're like, oh my god, no, we always we like go like minutes. five minutes over. We have a minute 40 seconds. Oh my so god. His jovial opponent. Jovial. Uh, yes, there's that word again. So his jovial opponent takes the lead and is down to like 20 points he has to score in his next set of throws. And the stone faced guy has to get exactly 170 on his last three throws. And of course, he gets the 170, exactly. So he wins the match. So his opponent comes over to try to shake his, shake his hand, and the stone-faced guy just, you know, glares at him through his sunglasses, whips his head around, and walks off. Like, he's this badass for throwing No, dogs. that's not badass. I badass is walking away from an explosion and not looking back. Right, Not yes. Not shaking hands. I know, right. That's yes. just he, rude. He thinks he's a badass. The, no, no, no. That's just rude. That, that, that is rude, yes. You were saying that we have five minutes left. <laughs> We have exactly six minutes left. I want you to come back to the hoodie thing. What you you I, got very passionately angry, I, like Jenny level angry. So I want to understand I, because I I used to watch a lot of poker on television when I was playing more often, um, like ten years ago, and I know a lot of professional poker players, and I I have not gotten them to explain to me, nor have I ever understood on my own why so many poker players 
wear hoodies while they're playing poker. Because they're cold. They are not cold, okay? I mean, there are women sitting there who have more cleavage out than I've ever seen in my that life. That means nothing. Uh, I okay. think we discussed this earlier. And we probably have, yeah. We did discuss this earlier, and, but, okay? Uh, okay. But these are the poker players, too. The women are also playing poker, and they're wearing next to nothing. No, but that's part of their plan. Oh, of course. All right, exactly. they want it. They, well, you've got the cleavage, and then yeah. you've got the cold weather. Oh, so right, yes. Okay. Kind of like what you're doing right now, I understand. Right. But, so, uh, like, yeah, that's uh, yeah. part of their strategy. Uh, okay, so, but, but the dudes, that doesn't work. No, sometimes... That doesn't work. The nips don't work for I know, but, women. okay, so usually here's what you'll see. You'll see, like, one old white man who's been playing poker for 60 years right. who's sitting there in a cowboy hat. Then you'll have a black guy who's dressed all professionally in like a polo shirt and slacks, and he may have sunglasses on, he may not, which I get the sunglasses. I thought he would suit up. Uh, no, 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 you don't see that. Then you've got like um, a whole bunch of, oh no, you'll also have the one old greasy Asian guy because he's always he always looks like he just kind of got out of a sauna. So there's going to be the one greasy Asian guy who's got the long greasy hair and sunglasses on himself. So you'll always see those three at the table. And then there's one black guy wearing a basketball jersey. So, you know, he'll sit there in just his tank top. And then four white dudes wearing hoodies. Four young white dudes in hoodies. Okay, there's no reason for the hoodies. There just isn't. So I get the sunglasses because, you know, the eyes can give a lot away. Your hair is not giving anything away. Wear a hat. Okay, I wear a hat almost all the time. I'm wearing a hat right now. Why don't you just put that hat on? Minor detail. Yes, this is the episode where I put my clothes on during the show. <laughs> so, I feel like it's not going to have the same effect. It's probably not. But that's, that's, that's what I was talking about. So, that, so that's what makes me angry. Because the pro poker players I know have not even been able to effectively convey to me why they feel the need what to wear a hoodie at the table. Okay. Well, we're going to need to, next time, go over yes. what reasons they get, did give you. Okay. Fair enough. Yes. I, but right now... Because I'm sticking by, they're cold. They're not cold. <laughs> yes. Most of the time, they're in Las Vegas. Nobody's ever cold in Las Vegas. Inside those hotels? Okay, minor detail. <laughs> yes, and that's where they are. Of course, they're not playing poker outdoors. On the I am trip. fucking freezing in I, those hotels. I, I, I understand. I am... Okay, I'm... Okay, we've used our six minutes okay. because I have to get back to writing my Jenny eating biscuits fan fiction. Okay? Erotic fan fiction. And please put your cleavage away. People might be watching. I'm wearing a uh -oh. polo shirt <laughs> and slacks. <laughs> the only thing I'm missing is black skin. Right, yes. <laughs> Aaron okay. was kind of awesome. All right, bye.